Hi, and welcome again to Let's Talk. Today we're going to continue the series that we started last week dealing with single mothers, looking at their struggles, looking at their ups and downs, the good, the bad, and just about everything in between. I hope you've been praying for our single mothers, not only ours, but single mothers you may know as well, because single parents, single mothers especially, have it tough. Today we're going to continue the series, and we hope that you would enjoy this one as well. So let's talk. And also, ladies, y'all mentioned about your single life and the not really like the difficulties and the and the challenges. But what would you say if somebody's thinking on as Sister Verona was there talking to, like she wanted to have a child? And what would you say to someone who you kind of see the going down or going the path that you went through and you don't want them to? What kind of advice would you give to a person that, hey, I went through this, it was difficult, and this is the way you should handle it, or yes, to be aware of certain things? Yes. I know you see it a lot of single people out there, and they're saying it's hard to train a child by yourself, etc. As a Christian now, my advice would be that, especially if you're a Christian and the father is not, that's where it gets really difficult because now there is the two worlds that they're battling. And of course, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. So you know that it's going to be a really battle. And the you know that Satan comes for the kids and it's through them that they, they try to go through and destroy your life. And if you're putting yourself in that situation, you're making room for the enemy to just disrupt or do whatever they want he wants in mm -hmm. your life which is not what god intends for you and i think that we need to wait it says wait on the lord we don't like to wait mm -hmm. we don't have much patience mm -hmm. sometimes they tell you your biological clock is ticking yeah. Yeah. and you want a kid of our own and we go look for it out of what God wants, but if it's God's will and His and He hears your crying and He sees that it's a desire and He knows that with this He He knows you'll get glory, He will make that way where He will join you together with that person. And we need to realize that what God has planned for us, it's it compares to nothing that we want for ourselves. And so I would always encourage them just to wait, hold on, maybe. And sometimes this is not even the time. You may think you want that child now, but it's not even the time. So just wait and do it the right way in a godly relationship, in a godly marriage. Yes. I would add to that as well. Your question was, what would I say to somebody who would be maybe planning to, or whatever reason, if the person is not safe, don't do it. If the person is safe, please don't do it. <laughs> choose, because we have to be, we have to choose conscious choices and where the consequences. Because I always tell my son in life, there are good consequences and there are bad consequences. And whichever one you, you choose, you have to deal with it. If you are like sister cindy said when you have a child on your own the 
the other half is not there in the home as, as husband and wife. For instance, I had to, I was working at the front desk at my home and it was shift and it was like night shift. And so I had to, and I was doing a course as well. So I had to struggle with that, trying to get somebody to babysit my son and you can't leave your children with anyone. And sometimes the finance does not able you to, to have a, a babysitter inside. So all of that is, is so stressful. And we bring on this unnecessary stress on ourselves where, whereby I have to look for a babysitter. Then I have to go to work and then I have to get up the next morning to get him to school. And it's all in the end that takes a toll on someone. And it may seem sometimes like I have it together. Listen, I, I put up a front, so to speak, and how to say, I, somebody would say, oh, she's always smiling because I love to laugh and I love to make people laugh as well. And so she's always smiling, but they don't know the struggles, yeah. the hardship, the not knowing how to do certain things and when you lean on your own strength as well because sometimes situations can have you though i was a christian is i'm doing it all alone everything crumble up like at once and it makes you crazy so my answer to that would be please consider and if you're a christian do it god's way and if you're not a christian try to make it so that you can become a believer and do it God's way. God's way is the best way. And another question, as a church family, what are the ideas of what you can tell us, for example, how we can better cater for the single home? What, what, what do you think that, the pros and cons, what do as a church we are lacking and what we should continue and how we should better serve in this ministry of single homes. Okay, I, I want to answer that. Like I said, <laughs> Sister Cindy said about the community, which is a church for us, raising up your kids. I am old school, so I believe in people who are more mature Christians than me, helping me to raise my son, whether it be a male or female. And I'm going to give you an example, two examples. For instance, Sister Collins, senior, always ask about my son and at one point i don't know what about this age of 18 so sister cindy i don't want to just i don't want to say get ready but get ready that year 18 is like when i'm 18 i can do whatever like that kind of way so yeah. she at one point he he's strained and still strained which i hope god will get his attention and when she would ask me for him, I would say he's home, he, he lost interest in coming to church. So then she gave me an advice. She told me, don't get upset with him. Don't, don't, don't like force it upon him. Just tell him one day when you get up, just tell him, sweetie, you want to go to church with me this morning? And be calm about it because I think she knows that I was maybe like, frustrated that he's not coming to church anymore. So she would give me advice on how to get him to church. And then I look to men and women that somehow have it together. So there was one time my son was misbehaving in church. I mean, in school, sorry. And I went to look for him. 
he didn't come home. So I was scared. I had mixed emotions, basically. I was scared and I was angry at the same time. And so I went down, because he loved basketball, so I went down to the community basketball court to see if I see him there. I didn't see him there, so I was coming onto the main road. I was ready to go all over St. Martin looking for him. Pastor Collins met me on the road, and I would never forget that. And Pastor Collins met me on the road, and he says, he passed. He didn't notice me because I'm normally not a person who's on the road, like idling. And when he looked in the rearview mirror, he saw me. So he reversed. He said, Sister Verona, what are you doing here? And so he said, so where are you going now? I said, I'm going to look for him on any basketball court I could find. So, and he, he said, come, I'm going to take you. So he took me all over in all basketball courts where we thought he would be. We didn't find him. And he was so concerned and worried as if that was his son. And he says, what are you going to do now? So I said, I said, I don't know. I'm just going to go home and wait and be prepared for basically any call or anything. But I, he, my son better thank God that brother Pastor Collins did not find him. Because I think he had a lecture for him eh? out of this world. So. Mm-hmm. I stayed home and after a while he called me, he told me, Sister Verna, he came home? I said, yes, he came home. He said, where he was? Where was he? I said, he was in school on the play, on the basketball court. And that's the only place we didn't check. And then he said, he was like relieved. So there are men and women, Sister Cindy, who is in our church, who would care for our children, like where it's lacking. I would advise you to, if there's somebody that wants to like correct your son or any other single parent out there who is listening to me, let them correct them because they've been there. And especially if their kids are older than our kids, they've been there. And most of the time they know what they're saying because they're not going to kill your child. They're not going to, they're just going to help you. Yeah. Because the stress that is on a single parent is not easy. So I tend to let anybody adopt him like for that time that they're among him and to help me because I need help. So I take him to Pastor, I take him to Pastor Nelson, I take him to Deacon Tony. I anybody that can fit that gap, I would accept it with a smile. Something that I wanted to interject right here to encourage you ladies to know that even us moms who do have the dads in their home, we have our difficult challenges at times too as well. Because as a mother, we tend to take control over certain situations and then we forget to, hey, daddy is there. We have to make sure that daddy is involved as much as he can be as well, because some Dads do allow moms to just take full control and have very little to say. And that can also be a little detrimental, if you understand what I'm saying. Be encouraged, as Sister Verona said, there are others at church who are willing to help. And so just ask God to direct you to who you can go to get that help. Not everybody who wants to run, come say they're helping, really there to help either. So always make sure that you pray and ask God to direct you to who you should go to get that extra support that you would like to have. Okay? 
Here's another question. Are there any specific scripture verses or Bible stories that you hold dear to you as a single mom that is your source of encouragement on your journey being that single mother? I have a few. I have (laughs) quite a few. One of my stories, Christian story that I use for my son in terms of trying to get him back on track, the stories is the story of the three Hebrew boys. Okay, and uh, Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. So I use that to strengthen him and let him focus on God and God alone. And those three boys, they stood up to the king and nothing happened to them. I'm trying to let him know that do not let no man despise his youth because misery likes company. And so if you cannot, I, I, I encourage him to choose his friends and don't let his friends choose him. Because when you surround yourself with people of like faith, they're going to encourage you and you guys encourage each other. I am sharpening it, I am that kind of way. And I try to encourage him to choose those kind of friends. And every time I'm talking to him, I would instill a, a scripture verse that come to my mind. And somehow it does always come to my mind. And then one day he even tell me, why don't go and be a pastor? Because he's always hearing it. Sometimes I would write a scripture verse and put it on his bed or depends on what he does because he reached a point where I'm not going to take a belt and beat him or correct him in that way. Mm -hmm. But I would give him scripture verses that I know it would say in his mind and eventually he would remember them. But one of the... And some people tell me, oh, you can live without a husband. And you know that those kind of talks, I tell them. One of the ones that I know of is the verse that says, I think I have it written down, is Isaiah 54, 54 verse 5, where it says, for thy maker is thine husband. Jesus is my husband. (laughs) I don't need any. And the verse that says, a single mother, a single woman is is interested in the things of God, whereas a married woman would, a married Christian mother would know that he's not husband and stuff like that. I encourage single Christian moms to, I learned in my Christian work to hold on to my singleness because that gives me the freedom to do all that I can for God, which is uh, go to conferences and stuff like that, and not worrying about uh, having to go take care of my husband and this and that. And so I try to embrace my singleness, learned, because before I, I used to talk about marriage and stuff like that, but now I am embracing my singleness and allowing God to choose for me, uh-huh. if he so desire for me to be married, for him to choose for me, instead of me choosing for myself because I did that and I made a mess out of it and I'm done. I So I am embracing my singleness and yeah, I would encourage anybody to wait on the Lord yeah. and he will renew your strength. Yeah. Sister yeah. Cindy, any specific yeah. that you... What, yes, what I've been living by is in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your path. Yeah. And sometimes I feel like yeah, I'm a single mother. I'm strong. I can do this. And then at the end, it's like, no, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. So I, I realized, like, when I go to God, I pray about it and think. And then 
things just slowly step goes into place and he's teaching me that if you could do it on your own you wouldn't need me and mm. we all need him so whenever sometimes I'm doing something or getting frustrated, I would just recite that verse in all my ways, acknowledge him. Even in the smallest of things, I try my best. Even though I think it is silly, is this why are you involving God in this? I involve him. I say, Lord, please direct me in this little thing that I see my son is doing or thing. He always guide me in that as well. And another verse, we mostly look at it for a married wife, but I, I look at it for myself as well, is Proverbs 31. Beauty is to the end. Beauty is vain for the woman that fared the Lord, she shall be praised. And I just want to, just in everything I do, just put God in it. And if it's God's will for me to get married in the future, that I welcome it, <laughs> but I just want to fear the Lord and everything I do, I just want to make sure that He is in it. We hope that you enjoyed this episode of Let's Talk. I'm letting you know that was just a slice of the pie. We have some more episodes coming with our single mothers. Please be in prayer for them. As you've noticed, many of them do struggle in ways that those of us who are not single may not fully understand. God bless you. Thanks for tuning in and see you next week.